0: Kings of Friends Podcast. Right, this is a jam packed episode, so I'm just going to go right from the start. We've got to do this quick bit, and no messing around. This is season three, episode five. Yeah, we've got no time to f*** around. This is a jam packed show. We've got so much going on. Songs, interviews, talking, chat, talking, music. chat, music, all that stuff. So it's we're going to cast. Fast. Sorry? It's going to be fast. It's going to be fast. Yeah. Well, actually, we've spent too long even talking about it. Yeah, that's, that's the irony. Gonna... <laughs> that is the irony. But still... <laughs> here we are and can you remember what type of show this is Peter yeah it's a review show well done well done I'm um, yeah I'll we'll, <laughs> one of those yeah. um. <laughs>
1: will we use the thingy Bob? so you'll use your clip whatever it is yeah. it's a review show it's a review show whatever it is what is a review show? What is a review show? did it go me. to plan? Did he go to plan? No, he didn't go to plan. <laughs> so, what happened was we had four acts yep. uh, Matt Reaction, yep. and the Gentones, yep. and Millie Kirkpatrick, yep. and Leo Walrus.
0: Yes. But.
1: But. I am the walrus. Now, so what happened was I got a text from you saying, have you read the message from Leo? And I said, like, no. And this was like, could you literally believe Literally 24 hours before, I think it was about six in the evening uh, on the Thursday. And then it's, I couldn't believe it. There's a second time. Yeah. Where we've asked him once, couldn't do it we asked him twice he was ill well the first time like, to be fair
0: as well it wasn't the first time he, he just couldn't do it the first time he told us he could do it but then he was double booked yeah he realised later he was double booked
1: this time he was up for it yeah but but I just don't want to ask him a third time because I'm worried he'll get hit by a bus or something yeah, it's like, like fatality it's like fatality. we are <laughs> <laughs> we are actually sort of having some mystical effect on his life so I yes. don't want to ha- I don't think he should contact us at all yeah, it probably wouldn't be good for his health <laughs> no not for his health no. not at Christmas um, so look so we didn't have him but we went yep. on a very quick scurry around the local scene yep. and so we got Vix Weaver in yeah she we... kindly offered to come and play
0: yeah she's been waiting in the wings for a while she has... long enough
1: and we thought <laughs> let's, let's get Vicks it in. is odd isn't it because she does so much in the local scene and yet we had not had her play yeah So we did. So we did. Churpan. Yeah. With a piano. With a piano.
0: Swapping between the piano and the guitar. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. (sighs) So. So this is Christmas. So this is Christmas. A Christmas special.
1: Who did we start with? So who did we start with? Matt Reaction. Yeah, there's my line? Who did we start with? (laughs) Who did we start with? Matt Reaction. Okay. Which is not his surname. He used to be, um, I think, Reaction Records or something was the name of what he did. He used to work with bands, didn't he? He he spoke about it on the mic. Yeah. In fact, he spoke a lot on the mic. That was quite funny. He <laughs> did. There was a whole conversation, wasn't it? it went round the room in yeah, the middle it was, of one of his songs? Yeah,
0: it was k- kind of like, I'm not really a musician. I did all these other things, but now I'm a musician.
1: And we were talking about it. There was some discussion, wasn't it? I can't remember exactly what it was, but it was quite amusing. Yeah. But it was almost like the song had completely stopped. So actually, it was in the middle of the song.
0: Yeah. And, so and he, he actually back. freaked us out, didn't he? Go on. Well, because we said no covers oh yes and then so he starts coming up with a ding 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 ding, ding, ding yeah. and the light starts playing Wonderwall and we're like oi I actually turned the sound off completely I cut him off
2: <laughs> did you see cut
0: the wire
1: <laughs> yeah yeah they so he did but the song was an ironic tribute to Wonderwall which yeah. was you know something like um this song sounds a bit like Wonderwall that yeah. was the lyrics that was perfect it yeah. was a perfect joke on us yeah it was it was no one's really done that they really like no. pushed it like oh yeah you don't want to cover do you and then play it, yeah. But he actually did. That was good. Um, so he's he's had an EP out uh, this year called "Enter the Actress," which he said in the interview actually was was reluctant, unsure whether to release it or not. Uh, but I think it's really fab. But we did a review of that as well, we wrote a review of that, and um, he's sort of it's sort of punky, angry stuff basically. Donald Trump, and uh, you know about sort of lost opportunities, and some of it's just comedy. But um, yeah, it's very highly produced punk stuff basically and then you see him with an acoustic guitar that's hard to do
0: yeah i didn't listen to it beforehand Mm. you told me it was punk and i wouldn't have picked that up from seeing him play
1: no but it's hard to do what that but he does acoustic versions of it except that song you know um what the 90s taught me which we will play later
0: is that the one that says about 20 years ago when really it's 26 years I'm tw- twenty years
1: later and I'm running out of steam or yeah. whatever the line is. Yes, yes, that's it. That's a nice, beautiful sort of uh, you know ballad thing. But the rest is quite punky. Yeah. but No, you can't pick that up, can you? From just an acoustic guitar? Not really. No. He was a lovely guy, though. I knew yeah. he would be. Yeah. yeah I knew he would like be. He's really just... like your to ego. As well. He is. <laughs> Jason Rampling, if you're miss- if you're listening, it was so funny because Jason saw him at the Hunter Club and said, "All right, Pete." And he's- <laughs> He said, I don't know who you mean, because he didn't know me. And he said, oh, no, sorry, like that. But he mistook him for me. That was quite funny. Really nice guy. Very chatty. But I knew that. You get that from messaging, don't you? Sometimes you just think, oh, this is like a really open and honest guy. Yeah. He was so appreciative, you know, of getting invited, etc. Yeah, yeah. And he literally arrived. I think it was 758
3: he arrived yeah.
0: two minutes I before. know. I can't believe that because he said... <laughs> it was hilarious. We'd already had trouble parking. Actually, we were trying to keep this brief, but we're, we seem to be going on for ages, but we'll, we'll carry on. There, there. But we had trouble <laughs> we had trouble parking. Yeah. He said he's, he was like 20 minutes away and he'll yeah. get there at two minutes to wait. And I was thinking, he's yeah, never right. going to get there. Well, he might arrive in Colchester, but he's yeah, not going to get he's parked. Not, like, we could take ages to park. Yeah. Somehow he still arrived on yeah. time. It was like a sort of scene he's running down the hospital corridor I before I imagine someone just died. like About parked up on a car somewhere with a couple of people <laughs> <laughs> Yeah,
1: two dead and it's on fire. <laughs> it's at the bottom of the high street blocking a lane with two dead people and it's on fire and he goes, I made it. We're like, yeah, but you have also caused two fatalities and a fire. But yes, no, he made it to the stage. Yeah, but he was a lovely guy. He was a lovely yeah, guy and, love and you, guy. you know, this is what comes across when you listen to his interview yes I'm here with Matt Reaction for Literary Kings and Friends at the Literary Kings and Friends event how you doing Matt yeah I'm all good thanks Peter all good all good you enjoy your performance
4: yeah, yeah, I haven't been out for a little while, so it was nice to, to come along and <laughs> get on stage and see a sea of completely new faces. Yeah. There's a lot of fast, punky chords, There, it's quite hard to do on an acoustic guitar. Yeah, to, to try and hit all those bar chords and not cut your fingers up sometimes is it's a bit of a... That is tricky. Bit of a chore. Yeah, that is tricky. <laughs> well, look, obviously, I'm, I'm guessing your name, your name isn't Reaction. Uh, how does your sort of
1: surname go down? What reaction do you get?
4: Okay, well, um, my surname, it, it seems to get quite a normal reaction. <laughs> I used to get on stage and introduce myself by saying, "Hi, my name's Matt Reaction. Uh, Reaction's not my real name; it's really Stephanie." And it got really blank looks, and I did it for a few times, and then right just kind of dropped yeah. it because of all the blank looks. But I like I like a bit of randomness sometimes yeah. and yeah. a bit of surrealism. But yeah, uh, so Matt Reaction goes down quite right. well.
1: It sounds quite punky, like a kind of punk poet.
4: Yeah, well, I used to put on punk gigs. Uh, 20 years ago under Reaction Promotions and then Ah, when I stopped doing that it was around Cambridge when the blue moon was called the man in the moon in Cambridge Um, there in the boat race before that became a wine bar and something else Um, but yeah when Reaction Promotions went and I was looking for a new name that's when it came Fantastic Well look you're a trained wedding pianist is that right? I am I mean not
1: that that's a natural qualification (laughs) wedding pianist but you are a trained pianist so what draws
4: you to this sort of ragged rock and roll thing? Uh, because it's different. Like the pianist stuff is basically to earn a living, to to keep a roof over our head, and um, yeah, to keep me sane as a result of that. Right, right. <laughs> but um, yeah, I wanted to write songs. So and what I listen to isn't what I play on the piano.
1: So so right, okay. So basically, you you've got the skills to do it, but the heart is sort of in rock and roll.
4: Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm a teenage punk in a slightly older (laughs) body that's how (laughs) that's how I've described myself recently
1: you're passionate about the music scene obviously the local music scene in Bury St Edmonds what's that what is it about Bury St Edmonds I mean we discovered it fairly recently and it's just like wow I mean what is it about that place
4: I would partly put it down well quite Quite a lot. I uh, put it down to somebody called Jackie, um, who started Berry Sound back in like the late the music competition. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Jackie Smith um, worked for the for the council. Uh, the music competition Berry Sound. She started it all up. Um, very quickly, there were bands like Miss Black America. We're talking uh, about 25 right. years ago. Miss Black America, The Dawn Parade, Blue Gandhi. These bands were just going and, and wowing everybody. You know, Blue Gandhi were being uh, compared to PJ Harvey and all this sort of stuff Miss Black America were in the enemy and like hitting top uh, like the top 10 charts of end of year enemy stuff and it was just blowing my mind but um, it's a result of her starting all that that then inspired people like Seymour quickly from Miss Black America to uh-huh. then come onto the scene and pull everything together and put on loads of um, loads of gigs, so that from miles around there is there are loads of people in Berry because there's a college in Berry that does a music course, so a lot come from there. Right. But that's that's what it is. So it. Are you a sort of believer that it's a question of nurture rather than
1: there being some element of grand creativity in Berry? It's more sort
4: of what what's done with these kids. Do you think? Maybe there's just maybe there's just a magic force field or something around <laughs> Bury yeah maybe it's just <laughs> and we, 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 ha- we don't see it but we know that there's magic being made yeah, yeah. in Bury but yeah no I think it's a part, quite a lot to do with the, the support of yeah. West Suffolk College um, right. pushing loads and loads of bands and yeah. solo artists yeah. through all the all the courses that they're on yeah. people like Joe Stocking who who runs that um, who's the head of music um, very very enthusiastic guy you know you've got Seymour you've got um, if you've heard of Study of Us there's Josh Jenkins yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. he's um, he's quite a main part of the college and also right. a main main part of the Berry music scene so you just got like these individual characters right, yeah. that are pushing it forward and want to promote yeah. and want to write and want to push kids forward said. So they then want to push the next generation on when they get old enough.
1: And I think that putting on five bands for a fiver and allowing 14 upwards to go in really gives kids a chance to see bands, doesn't it?
4: Yeah, part of the reason like seymour and people who put on the gigs do that is it's obviously because that's the age of some of the bands that are going on so like queen dogs exactly yeah then they 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 got through to the final berry sale last year and you're just seeing this little lad jumping around like you know robert plank they're just awesome well look Enter the Actress was your
1: EP came out in April this year um, what responses that had then have you had any I mean apart from us
4: who reviewed it have you had any other responses well you just get responses What you get what you put in and right. um, I'm, I've realised that a while ago I was, wasn't sure about putting out Enter the Actress but right. I'd already recorded it with you know, Kane from yeah. Collars and um, I just thought let's go for it, see yeah. we'll see what happens. So um, yeah, we got your lovely review. Yeah. We got um, there was Dave Hammond um, from the Smelly Flowerpot in Cambridge, right? Um, who is a, a very awesome supporter. Who's always been an awesome supporter yeah. of mine. Yeah. Um, but I think the bottom line is, I know that I could have done a lot more with it, but. The bottom line is I'm 48 and I'm thinking of doing other things. So yeah, I put yeah.
1: that out as a hobby more than yeah. anything. We like to ask a silly question to, to all our ex,
4: which is uh, how do you like your toast? How do you take your toast? Um, Take us through the process. Uh, right. OK, so I get the i've just started getting into sourdough actually very popular in the last couple of months yeah. um <laughs> my my son josh has got a, a girlfriend and polly came round and just said try this everybody and it blew our minds compared to all the standard tesco loaves you get so um whacked in the, I'd, I'd use sourdough to start with That's yeah, yeah. popular is it okay um whack it in Step and one. yeah um then step two keep my eyes on our flipping toaster because it often burns uh, yeah. so keep your eyes on it um, sly things aren't they yeah just only <laughs> slightly um, only slightly burnt burn. Yeah, too least. overdone it's no good okay so just slightly you are a warmer a, to- uh, a cold so to toad uh,
1: a cold toast eater warm or cold oh uh, warm yeah, everyone well, says that. Butter. I, uh,
4: like butter dripping off it and everything.
1: I think I'm the only one who likes cold. I, I make brown toast. I leave it to go cold and then I have uh, butter and uh, marmite. It's, go- it's one of my
4: favourite meals. Yes. I can I can I'll be on board with that, definitely. Haven't had marmite for a while, but that's only out of respect for my wife. <laughs> well, look, I mean, if anything comes from this evening, hopefully, yeah.
1: some sort of toast revolution maybe in your life it could be a thing. Well, look, thank you very much for talking
4: to us, even about stupid things, and thank you very much
1: for performing
4: Thank you very much for for, uh, having me here and for uh, having a silly chat, Peter.
1: (laughs) Thank you. Well, Matt Reaction, we're going to play one of his songs now. This is from his last EP, Enter the Actress, and this is called What the 90s Taught Me.
3: took it all away from me I was hoping to be the poster boy For a hundred magazines Well I could have done better And I'll admit that from the start Now I'm driving a van as a delivery man While you're ripping up the chart Life's a bittersweet symphony That's what the 90s taught me And now we're 20 years later and I'm running out Oh, life's a bittersweet symphony That's what the 90s taught me And now we're 20 years later and I'm running out Oh, hey Bieber Your lucky star was shining for you You went from accidental discovery To a legend of YouTube And you put yourself out there With all the other lucky stars And your rise to fame It mainly came while I was sitting on mine Life's a bittersweet symphony That's what the 90s taught me And now we're 20 years later and I'm running out Oh, life's a bittersweet symphony That's what the 90s taught me now we're 20 years later and I'm running out Oh
0: what are you doing with that pen Peter's doing something really <laughs> weird with his pen sorry it's, it's out now um, the of, you know how you put your pen in your pocket with the sort mm. of lid poked over mm. Peter was doing that and then sort of got the pen caught in his mouth I like a using,
1: fish I was using my lip as a sort of um, pocket <laughs> Um, yeah, like I've been caught, yeah. like a fish.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Catch yourself.
1: Tell me it. about the Gentones. Oh. What did you know about the Gentones?
0: Well, I didn't know an awful lot about the Gentones. They seem to be popular uh, with a lot of people. A lot of people seem to know them, mm-hmm. um, and uh, they always sort of popping up here and there yeah. on, on Facebook and stuff, so I thought, hmm, they're awfully popular.
1: There was, a, there was a kind of... Yeah, they they are popular, locally well-known. I, I We... I didn't know that they wrote so many originals. I kind of thought, because they do yeah. this kind of jazzy, bluesy thing, I thought, oh, they must be doing covers. Then. Yeah. Because not many people write like that, actually. Mm. Their writing style is that kind of jazz blues song. I thought, well, you know, so when we got in touch with them, they said, oh, yeah, we've got loads of originals. You know, I said 40 minutes. They went, oh, yeah, more than that. Yeah, like over 100 songs, <laughs> they said in the interview. A hundred? Yeah. The gen Tones were um,
0: brilliant. They were great. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah pleasing to watch such fun yeah their voices worked really oh. well together I really liked his voice and then she started singing and I really liked her voice really good the contrast combination. yeah, yeah really
1: good contrast contrast and combination between their voices and I love the harmonies there was the harmonies that really struck I thought how many people do harmonies mm. they don't do they there's no. a lot of lead singers but there's not that many people doing harmonies like that and uh, it sounded wonderful. I really enjoyed it. It
0: was a and real then, highlight. Yeah, and they're sort of so laid back because I sort of was asking them, do you decide what instruments you're going to play on a track and then stick yeah. with them and it's, well, no, they'll whatever they turn up with on the night, that's what they play the songs with. Yeah. Because he had forgotten his guitar. So <laughs> like, like they took turns on the guitar and were just swapping. And what I love is that, so that they don't can... always play the same instruments each time f- they play He forgot it. his guitar, but it wasn't actually a problem. No. He was, was when I was um, on stage
1: with him, I, he said, oh yeah, I've forgotten my guitar. And I thought, right, well that would be a major issue for most people. <laughs> but he was like, no, we'll just get around it. Yeah, yeah. I know. I'll just laugh totally. it or something. It's like, yeah. bloody hell. Very just, experienced yeah, like that. Yeah. I'm I'm definitely phased at yeah, all. Being
0: I mean, they, you know, I guess that's what you get if you you're, you are sort of a multi multi instrumentalist. Nice. It doesn't matter what you play, because you know. You you know, get it across. You yeah, it across exactly. Yeah yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. So you went out and interviewed these. I did. Half an hour. Went outside. outside. Tell you what, that was a busy outside as well. I mean, oh it was a rowdy
0: table. It was particularly yeah. not on their interview, but on a mini's interview. <laughs> I was thinking, God, I hope I'm going to pick this up and not yeah. hear this. You know, because it was just one table. Yeah, but it sounded like you know. Hmm.
1: We, but you, you know the new shed at the back that belongs to the restaurant next door, apparently? There's I a shed. Know, and then there was loads of stuff outside. It was like being a bit in like a junkyard. I felt like we were standing in the middle of a sort of pile of stuff doing this interview. But yeah, can I tell you what, it's a weird environment to interview in. Usually it's just buses and motorbikes. <laughs> <laughs> Or buses But people
0: yeah. How dare they You could have sort of Imagined sort of a body Like you like Sort of looking down Halfway through the interview and realizing Hang on <laughs>
1: hand Sticking out of a bin <laughs> Oh this is actually The scene of a murder As well Jeez yeah, So
0: look we have a, the, the have a listen To it's
1: the Have listen to the Gentones let's yeah, have a listen Let's have a listen
0: To, listen to see what they've got to say w- Justin here From Little of Kings and Friends With the Gentones How and when Did you two get together yeah. Uh-huh.
5: About seven years ago, nearly, um, we yeah, met at a festival. A festival. Yeah. We parked next to each other and um, swapped uh, numbers and things. We well, swapped Facebook details and, and got in touch uh, eventually. <laughs> I, I ended up, yeah, I ended up moving to Dorset and got in touch with, no, no moving from Dorset to Essex. Um, so I got in touch and, and we started. Um, Your dad lived about Going out for dinner and no, things and, and and um, yeah, yeah. and we did music quite oh, soon didn't quite we plain, yeah. as soon as we got together yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: and was it immediately apparent that, that it would really work well
5: yeah definitely yeah with the, with the music we just clicked we just clicked you, you know when well, it's yeah, right don't you yeah, um, yeah definitely yeah how
6: would you describe your sound we always um, say eclectic and then that kind of covers everything really <laughs> so Sort of the, the eclectic umbrella and then that catches everything so it's a bit bluesy bit jazzy and a bit of anything else we can
0: slip in really we loved it, it was, uh, we've obviously heard the recorded stuff but it really comes alive to see you doing it live is it a different experience recording than, than, than doing it live how is that different for you
5: we prefer live every, every yeah. time because you, you get an atmosphere and, and you, you can feel if the audience are enjoying it you enjoy it you yeah. know so. you've got one chance
6: haven't you when it's live yeah and if it all goes wrong then you've just got to go with it haven't you but, but yeah recording is, uh, is also fun but it, it, it's a little bit more sterile than, than live, I think. Yeah.
0: So can you walk us through your songwriting process? How do you, how do you write new songs?
5: We don't plan them or anything they just come to us and I'll just uh, play around with a riff and and think oh I like the sound of that and just start playing I've just literally pressed record on my phone and just come up with words on the spot and if it works uh, I'll I'll, um, work on the song and and um, you know maybe edit the words a bit and you know
6: sometimes you get an idea and just sort of hear some a snippet of conversation or something and that kind of spark something you think, Oh yeah, that might work as a song or or something's annoyed us or something and that and then we have to have a commentary on it <laughs> something like that yeah it, 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 it can come from all sorts of places really i think Singing, yeah.
0: so once you've written a song how do you decide what instruments you're going to play on it because you're both multi-instrumental we didn't see the didgeridoo tonight we didn't see the ukulele but we saw plenty of other instruments how oh, yeah, do you just yeah. So, yeah or the banjo so how do you decide what you're going to use on a, on a song
6: Usually if it's one of Jenny's songs, she does really
0: complicated chords
6: that I can't follow on guitar so I have to pick up a nose flute or a harmonica or a normal flute and just to see what see what fits really. But
5: yeah. Uh, I love playing bass so if I get the chance I play bass on the, on the songs because uh, uh, it's one of my favourite instruments to play because I also play bass in a ska band with, which we're both in it's called yeah. Town mm-hmm. Syndicate and, and um, so yeah we just play whatever works so depending on what style the song is it could be any style because we like all styles of music we <laughs> and love, love
6: all music So and what we can be bothered to take to the gig isn't it?
5: yeah
6: <laughs> Jenny's got a really big piano and then the case that yeah. comes in his heavier than the piano itself and it? so it's just a yeah. dead weight <laughs> so and we can't be asked to Takes it, a lot right? of
5: space in the van <laughs> as well. Yeah. Yeah. So so we don't bring the piano yeah. too often.
0: No. Yeah. <laughs> so would I be right saying that you know it's not always the same. You might play a song many different ways depending on what instruments you bring
5: yeah definitely we can we have tried songs in different ways sometimes we'll use the bass on a song or sometimes i'll play piano on a song instead yeah, of the bass
6: true. yeah
5: i haven't taken the cello or the violin out to gigs yet but we might do in the future <laughs>
0: <laughs> you've already answered this because i said uh, is there a particular instrument that you're drawn to i guess for you that would be the bass
5: the bass yeah well i do love piano though piano was my first instrument but it because it's not so portable um bass i i've just really fallen in love with the bass recently by playing the scar covers and and stuff and, and so i i just like to put bass on funky bass lines we've been working with funky bass lines recently jamming with them um,
0: yeah, yeah,
6: yeah. yeah it's probably guitar i started with recorder and flute and then oh, okay. Kind of guitars a bit more accessible, and a guitar's always out, so it's usually my go-to instrument, really. Fantastic. But it's all about sounds rather than the actual. Instrument. So oh, if I'm okay. hearing sort of dj, I'll get a dj out. If I'm hearing gong, we'll get the gong out. Things like that. So yeah. depends what we're in the mood for, really. So we
5: have more than a hundred songs, probably each uh, that we haven't recorded yeah. yet. So yeah. <laughs> we're, we're working on working on doing a new album again soon. Um, yeah. uh, we just got to book some studio time. The, the new year, I yeah. Saw
0: so the last album. You sort of said, oh. In, in the February you said oh we're working on a new album and I think it wasn't the de- till the December that it came out do you think it will be the same sort of process this time
6: hopefully it'll be quicker hope, because yeah, there be was quicker. a bit of an issue
0: with the album wasn't there
5: yeah getting
6: the yeah but you'd done a uh,
5: oh yeah I did a song Connie. that I collaborated with someone else on and we fell out with that person so I mean, decided, decided not to use it on the album no, uh, but no, then we decided true. to put Arwen oh, in which was a song that I wrote many years ago yeah, nice. and yeah and then Tony put some, put some magic into it with the flute um, and so we thought we had to record that and, and we we're so pleased that we did track, it was a much done, better yeah. song than the other song it, took than it, it would have done
6: didn't
0: it yeah. Yeah. do you have any aspirations for learning new instruments, mm, I don't know,
6: many instruments well, left to Tony has a
5: trombone oh. that, that he sometimes plays but it annoys his neighbours so he so we I'm have to find somewhere it. for him to practice it
6: um, and he's got a trumpet as well. And so we might, trumpet as there as well. might be yeah. some trumpet in <laughs> on the next album but
5: I don't know how to grab I have been learning flute but I don't play as well as Tony so I leave the flute playing to Tony normally <laughs> what's your
0: process for learning? do you just have a go at it and, and learn it as you go yeah it. definitely
5: I mean. just trial and error trial and, and error miss, yeah. hit, and yeah. hit and miss <laughs> yeah,
0: wow.
6: yeah. Wow. yeah. Wow. If it sounds funny then we just don't play those notes again yeah, <laughs>
5: yeah. I think a once weird. you play a, an instrument it's sort of transferable skills onto other instruments really yeah so I love playing drums and drum kit as well but I just don't get the chance to set my drum kit up very often it takes up too much space <laughs> yeah.
0: well thank you very much for your time Gentons. we'd love seeing you play tonight thank you very much and good luck with the album next year thank, thank you very much. much cheers thank you and happy christmas we love this song what's it called Peter? santa's coming santa's coming and when we heard this Peter said this is I, a very rude song. this is a very rude song <laughs> straight as anything he said what do you mean very straight what straight. do you mean and I thought maybe I'd got it wrong like is
1: that the way because um, Jenny said is that the way your mind works and I thought yeah maybe it is and then
0: actually listen, it, it's like no way no, right. no one yeah. could take this as anything else and but we were really laughing rude. about it and they were get, getting a kick out of it as well when we were sort of laughing it's
1: a so really much. good Christmas song because it's kind of I can imagine the people of Colchester really knowing that song it's like our own Christmas song isn't
0: it yeah it's a great song actually really good song it's really good well let's, le- let's listen to that that very song. Let's listen to "Santa's Coming," and uh... and try not to laugh <laughs> or think rude things. <laughs> yes.
7: Who's that man with the bulging sack, sliding up and down the chimney stacks? And tell me, who's that man with his hands in his stockings? While you're sleeping He ain't stopping He's gonna ride away Ride away In his sleigh He only comes once a year When he comes Everybody cheers By the morning he's emptied his sack Then he's heading home With an aching back He's gonna ride way, away, right away, in his sleigh, with a hey-hey. Sleigh. The reindeers pull him about. He's had so many mince pies it's messed with his gut. He's drunk too much whiskey and now he's blotto, staggering around in his grotto. We're gonna ride away, ride away in his sleigh with a hey hey. It snowing, Santa's come A little bit slippy, but we're having fun Getting wet, rolling around Santa Claus has come all over town He's gonna ride away, ride away In his sleigh Well, tell me, who's that man with the bulging sack? Sliding up and down the chimney stacks And tell me who's that man with his hands in his stockings While you're sleeping, he ain't stopping He's gonna ride away, ride away in his sleigh
0: Either
1: Millie Kirkpatrick, no. although you have to break her surname into two parts, Kirk, like Captain Kirk, and then Patrick, as in Patrick Swayze. Kirk, Kirk,
0: Kirkpatrick.
1: Pat, Kirk she is descended from Patrick Swayze and Captain Kirk. Kirkpatrick. <laughs> Look, Millie is someone we have had uh, several times come to play for us. Actually, several, several. I think it is several because she's is come it? and she played...
0: played. Did she play the first?
1: I think she did. Little Kings and Friends. She did. She's played for us twice at events, and then she's gone and played again. It's the third time she's played for us. I am very impressed. Yeah, And she keeps coming back, you see. I I expect her to go, can you just leave me alone?
0: Well, there's one thing about Millie that is obvious as soon as she opens her mouth it's not that she's got teeth <laughs> Yeah She's got teeth in there Didn't think of that <laughs> It's her voice She's got a she wonderful voice She has got a really wonderful yeah, voice yeah, It was Beautiful the voice, voice of the
1: evening really I thought it was wonderful Yeah And um, yeah you, you cannot You cannot falter her voice At all It's yeah, wonderful It's a lovely to to. tone really But really she lovely. needs to release more stuff She does We're waiting for a single Wonderful last single Lies But we want to hear more Yeah So come on Millie Yeah Dig out your duds and get us recording.
0: Yeah, she came down on her own, didn't she? Came down on our own, yeah, yeah. yeah. I always feel a bit. Yeah, like... she's a bit older now, so you always just come out with a sort of dad. Didn't yeah, she?
1: it's funny with the old ones. I just think well, it's to be expected. But the, anyone who's like under thirty, I always feel a bit like, are you all right? Are you warm enough when they go outside? You got a
0: coat.
1: Yeah. How are you getting home? Take your
0: coat off. Or you won't feel the benefit. Yeah. yeah. Go outside. No, no. Take your coat
1: off now because it's about <laughs> half an hour till we go out. You won't feel the benefit <laughs> when we stand by a, a, sh- a, a fridge. Yeah. That's and what and it potentially was. Potentially a body and potentially a body. <laughs> some rubbish. And, I don't know, is that a flattened rat or something? So, you know, wear a coat.
0: Maybe that's what we should have done. We're not doing it just just to point it out now in case there's any people who are... Yeah. Yeah,
1: Matt and... Or have lost relatives and don't know where they are. And they're near the brew house. Oh, Leslie and Matt.
0: Leslie and Matt. Just to point out Leslie and Matt. (laughs) There's no quiz at the end of this programme. But thinking about it, we could have done like a... um, Some sort of spot the difference thing. taking a picture of the the pile of rubbish outside the brew house and like taking one thing away and see in one picture yeah
1: yeah there's no decaying corpse in this picture Oh, oh, God. No. Sorry, Andy, if you're Sorry. listening. Sorry.
7: <laughs>
0: it was dark. I mean, I have to say, I couldn't yeah. see much anyway. No. Uh, anyway, that would be pretty be edited out. But where were we? Oh, Millie. Millie, yeah. So,
1: um, really enjoyable, really enjoyable gig. And it's quite brave, isn't it, to go up there and play sort of, you know, sort of poppy, angelic. Little ballads, basically, and yeah. uh, you know, throw it, put her heart on the line, and it's uh, that is hard work every time I think to do that. But yeah. she's got a great voice; I love her voice.
0: Yeah, but we want more recordings, Millie. Yeah,
1: we need more recordings. Yeah. yeah, otherwise we'll get Matt on to you.
0: Yeah, we were quite surprised actually. We're going to play uh, one of your singles, Millie. We're going to play "Lies." Yeah, we were quite surprised we hadn't had it on the show before. We thought we had, but no, but apparently not
1: according to the.
0: Register of
1: interest. Yeah, but in a... I've got what they call, only call a ledger. It is like a ledger. I'm going to have to get this sorted, though, because I've got so much yeah. stuff in the back of here. It's just everyone who's played on a show, everyone we've interviewed, all the music we've played, even the promoters who we stopped talking to, they are even on here. Um, but yeah, yeah, merely three times, I reckon. She might be a record holder, actually, for us. I think she's fighting... To be in uh, Bowie. Katie for Kings has been on three times as well. Uh, We've had Gavin's three,
0: twice, is
1: it? Gavin twice. Um, Luke Fisher is a, a twice I think is it's twice. Two, yeah. 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 So you know she's she's fighting there for
0: Yeah, for, I think she uh, might have top place actually. Um, no, no with Katie for Kings.
1: Yeah. So, Jack Walsh has played for us three times oh, as is well there? actually. Yeah, yeah. Jeez. Anyway, back to Millie. Yeah. So, Shall we listen to an interview with Millie? Let's listen to
0: an interview with Millie. This was your interview? It was my interview,
1: yeah so
0: let's hear it let's do it let's do it now let's do it now yeah hello justin here from loo of kings and friends i'm with millie kirkpatrick i always struggle to say your name i don't know why i always have to get peter to say it millie what inspired you to take up music
8: um, when I was five years old I was watching Jules Holland with my dad and Casey Tunsell came on with her loop pedal and did Black Horse in a Cherry Tree and I think I kind of just fell in love from that moment and I went to her um, launch party for her second album Jurassic Fantastic and my dad managed to win tickets um, to see her backstage and I met her And I was when I was like a little tiny five years old and I think from then I just was like hooked, hooked on wanting to do music
0: So you learnt to play guitar were you always just interested in writing your own stuff?
8: Um, To begin with I did just two covers um, and I actually found it really difficult to write my own songs and I think because I was so young I didn't feel like I'd gone through like enough life to be able to get what i wanted to say out like i hadn't i hadn't had enough things happen to me to like (laughs) to have to you know pour my emotions out into a song or anything so um yeah i found it quite difficult at first but i think in the end i just started making things up and pretend and i pretended like i'd gone through heartbreak
0: (laughs) so how do you typically approach the songwriting process
8: to be honest, it's different every time. Sometimes I go with—it's um, always guitar. I never use anything else. But um, sometimes I come up with the lyrics first, or sometimes I'll be sat at uni and I'll have like little words come into my head. That I've got to write down really quickly, and then I'll put the chords to it later. Or um, yeah, it's completely different every time. If I sit down and I'm a, I'm set on writing a song, I'll probably come up with the chords first, and then I'll kind of mumble over a few words and here and there and try and think of a melody and then put the words to it a bit later but yeah it's different every time to be honest
0: Who are your biggest musical influences? Obviously Katie Tunstall but who else?
8: So definitely Katie Tunstall Amy MacDonald is another big one um, kind of on the Scottish, Scottish music scene um, but more kind of recently it has been Taylor Swift I think she's just a really really incredible songwriter and storyteller I mean if you listen to her songs I was talking about um, sort of making up stories a lot of her Songs, especially off her album *Folklore*, are kind of made up. They're not um, about her necessarily, um, which I think is a really, really impressive talent to just kind of come up with that. But also, she kind of comes up with like historical songs. So, if you listen to her song um, *The Last Great American Dynasty*, that's about um, a lady called Rebecca Harkness who lived in her house that she that she's. Bought like, ages and ages ago, but it's a very expensive, nice house. But Rebecca Harkness lived in this house, and she wrote a whole song about the Harkness family and the and the ballet foundation that she was in. It's just a very very cool song.
0: <laughs> I'm learning all sorts of things about Taylor Swift today. Are there any of your songs which hold specific meanings for you?
8: There are a lot of breakup songs, but I've never like. I mean, I'm in a very happy relationship, and these songs are written recently. So to be honest, they are kind of made up, but. I think the song um Not What You Know, um it's not it's not out anywhere, but it's about how hard it is to get into the music industry. And I think one of the lines is um it's something about it it's just down to the algorithm and I feel like it's quite quite poignant in in the sense that when you put something out on Instagram it could get a thousand views or it could get like fifty and it's really it just varies a lot, but also um just getting spotted by someone is really difficult um so yeah it I think that kind of means means something to me because so I just you know you, you kind of graft for a long time and sometimes it just feels like you're not getting anywhere but you know people do listen and those few are, are nice listeners
0: <laughs> are there any collaborations with people that you've done that are particularly important for you
8: i mean james pays i don't know don 't know if any listeners know, <laughs> but James pays he taught me um, to play guitar and in in more recent years he um, he's done lots of collaborations with me he recorded my first e p with me, which i 'm really really grateful for and yeah James has become a really good friend of mine, and we always do little um, gigs here and there we've started doing um gigs as a duo now um which has been really cool just to sort of challenge challenge each other's um (laughs) musical i don't know but i mean i'll get i'll get james to play taylor swift and he'll get me to play a heavy metal song and it's just like we kind of just (laughs) wind each other up that way but yeah i james is definitely um really like an important person to me i guess
0: have you got any plans for new recordings
8: yeah so i have got a song that i um i just played actually called um where all the people go and it's probably like my most depressing song that I've got <laughs> um, and I'd really like that, like to get that recorded because I think a lot of the recordings I've got are quite um, they're quite built up apart from um, one cover on my my EP called Deep Tea, that's a cover um, by Woody Guthrie that's very stripped back but I'd really like to do another stripped back cover where it's kind of just a guitar um, bass and my voice kind of thing just to sort of shame my voice off I guess <laughs>
0: So is the band still going? Because you you had a band together at some point. Is that still going?
8: Yeah, it's it's um it's tricky to to sort of keep everyone together and keep things going. I mean, I know when I played at Barry Sound, I was very much for um, carrying it on. But I mean, people you know people have lives and they have different things that they have, their commitments and things. It's really difficult to to keep that sort of um, thing going, especially in terms of like rehearsal rooms and space and things like that. So I definitely like to keep it going, but at the moment it's kind of kind of die down a little bit but i definitely like to keep in touch with the guys that, that were with me at Berry Sound and yeah see if, see if they'd come back and do anything with me
0: some recordings with them maybe
8: yeah absolutely I'd love to do some like videos or yeah anything I'd love to do do something with them
0: fantastic well thanks very much Millie Kirkpatrick I did it fantastic and uh, good luck with everything in the future thank you. thank
8: you thank you very much
0: so let's listen to Millie now with her single
3: Lies mm We are, we are,
9: we, are, we are, litter of kings.
1: Well, apparently, in the Middle Ages, a Vix Weaver was actually someone who took um, Victorias and, and wove them into a blanket of people, which is what the back of the hearts looked like.
2: <laughs>
1: no, a Vix Weaver. No, Victoria weaver. Victoria weaver. Victoria Weaver. Victoria Weaver. Fingers in many pies. Yep, Weaver Fever. Weaver Fever. Weaver fever.
0: We had the Weaver Fever.
1: We did, Weaver Fever, she's had, but she also runs open mics. Jam nights uh, Has her own band Performs uh, solo Has run charity events Run charity events There's loads of things going on Good pianist as well yeah. I think she studied music actually And then plays guitar Sings, writes her own stuff Got her own Spotify Lots going on Writes How did the theme it... tune Plays the Sings the theme tune <laughs> How did we write and sings the theme tune How yeah. did it take us this long, Justin To get to Vicks Weaver
0: yeah, how did we not have Vix Weaver play? It's a good point because obviously she's been around. That sounds awful. Been around, yeah. <laughs> she's been on the scene for. I think
1: a long that's time. why. I think that's why because we consider her to be someone who does what we do. Yeah, like a rival. Should...
0: Come on, Vix. Well, we had a variety of offers for people wanting to play. Remember? Oh, a This short... Yeah. yeah it was... Whew, exploded. Yeah. And the reason why we Whoa. chose Vix is because she's sort of been on our radar for quite a time. And we thought, wait a minute... She hasn't played for us yet. Uh, mean, that is yeah. seems bizarre. It seems like tying up a loose end. had been uh, sort of... Yeah, exactly. So yeah. other people had... We'd either had a, one of our events or charity yeah. events that we'd helped with. So yeah, we true. thought this was totally new for us. Or we're too
1: late, actually, because obviously we had lots of people asking and we made the decision that we always get more people after us. But I always say, you're on our radar. I always keep notes of these people because they're out there. Yeah. They are out there and they want to play, so, you know so you interviewed yeah, I Vince. did we stood next to a decaying dic- <laughs> dic- <a laughs> dic- corpse no it was a fridge beer barrels and some recycling yeah uh, what yeah. you'd expect
0: outside the brew house I had <laughs> one apple yeah <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> No It's the game Outside the, game. the brew house Yeah outside anyway, the brew uh, house. So, so yes I had a chat with Vix And it was late in the evening Because obviously She was the last one to play But I held that mic up With all my strength With all of my arm It's impressive All of your arm All of my arm It was all involved Let's have a listen To what she's got to say Right I'm here with Vix Weaver
9: For the and friends uh, Thanks for playing uh, Yeah it was really fun tonight I really enjoyed it A bit unexpected Last minute And yeah. Very last minute Last day uh, You
1: are a brew house veteran though you know your way around the stage
9: i do i uh, used to run the open mic here for uh, uh, since 2020 basically and uh before i i moved on to doing a lot more events and other things so So
1: tell us about your writing touchstones we were sort of talking about this earlier you know Where, where do your ideas come from
9: um a lot of uh my personal life experiences and i tend to um I tend to take real life experiences either that are personal to me or around me and I tend to sort of fictionalise them a bit, you know? Because that's my writing style is to like kind of tell real stories but maybe give them a bit of a larger-than-life edge.
1: So, um, obviously, you're well-known for your work in the local scene. Mm. You do a lot of work for the local scene. What sort of um, drives that? Why is that so important to
9: you? Um, Well, for me, like... It's part, partly it's, uh, I need something to do to earn money. <laughs> so, and I'm a musician is what I'm good at. And I love also facilitating um, having a space for a lot of local musicians, whether they're professional or whether it's just running open mics and it's just amateurs who just need a place to come and play and have fun. Yeah, yeah. And that's the whole ethos of it. So how do you balance this side of
1: things? Because obviously you've got your own band yeah. and you, you write and then you've got on the other side, you've got supporting all these other musicians. You must yeah. have a lot of time on your hands.
9: Um... Somewhat and somewhat, no. And um, I have a business partner who helps me, um, another local musician, Cameron Mackey, and people will probably see him at the events that I run. Uh, we run a little company called Azimuse Productions. It's an Instagram page, uh, A-Z-I-M-U-Z-E Productions, Azimuse. And, um, yeah, we we're planning on doing a lot more this year. We've got some actual bigger events and hopefully a festival around about July, the weekend of 30, July 13th so yeah. with the dates all locked in and now we're <laughs> figuring out uh, some little slots for people Fantastic. and, and yeah. so on yeah. you're really having to fight some noise here you've got a nice loud voice though. thank you yeah it is, it is a bit noisy it's a bit of an inconvenient <laughs> place in the brew house <laughs> beer garden a really, we're sort of surrounded by
1: a, a, a sort of I think it's a a freezer or a fridge? Yeah. Not use a, a mini shed drinks. behind you there as some beer kegs and recycling. It's really bizarre and people shouting. It's Normally, essential brew house. colchester <laughs> has a very flourishing scene, yeah. uh, as we were
9: saying earlier. Um, uh, do you ex- how do you explain that? Honestly, it's it's interesting. I think it came especially. I remember coming into the music open mic scene in 2019, but after the lockdown, I think people needed something and they spent a lot of time writing music and being on. The their own, and afterwards there was this big community that arose, and it became, especially at the start, it was like this thing of everyone just wanted to get out and play, right. and all of a sudden everyone's made friends over it, and it's such a lovely community and culture. Well, well what about the quality? I mean, we have quite a lot of quality up here, don't we? Yeah, Not every we town do. has this. We have, uh, I think it's due to, due to the fact we have a good arts scene here. We've got a, two universities. We've got the one in yeah. town centre that does all the arts and um, we've got the one in the Essex Uni. But I think we have a h- big hodgepodge of mm. creative people and we're a burgeoning city now, I suppose, you know. We're starting yeah. to get a bit more people come mm. in and influence. And, yeah. Wow.
1: The Romans would be proud. <laughs> we always have a strange question to, uh, to end with, like a fun
9: question. How do you um, make your toast? Oh, how do I make my toast? (laughs) Well, um, I like a toaster, but I like it to be like kind of, I don't like it to be too raw, you know, like. Raw? Yeah, but bread bread either has to be raw or (laughs) very, very cooked. Uh, Just a bit of butter is lovely, you know, sometimes a bit of marmite if I'm feeling adventurous. I'm sort of
1: obsessed by the hot cold thing, because Matt, when I spoke to Matt, he said, oh, it has
9: to be warm. Do you like warm toast? I like warm toast, definitely. It's like the butter's got to melt into it, but like when it gets cold, no, no. I think that's quite Standard. See, I I quite like cold toast. Oh no, not for me. But when it goes bendy. But you know, like when it's just cold. Not soggy. I hate soggy bread. It's one of the worst things that I could ever think of. What's great is that you said raw or cooked. Like bread. (laughs) Like you can't eat bread raw. Yeah, it's either it's either you have to have it raw and as a sandwich, or you have to have it cooked. Can't be in between.
1: I go out and kill my own bread and (laughs) drag it home.
9: Exactly. You know. Well, thank you so much, Vixen. standing in and doing the gig and yeah. uh yeah we'll speak to you soon. Awesome. Thank you very much for having me and having me play and um good luck in all your future events and uh yeah.
1: <laughs> Thank you very much. Always wrap, you know, always wrap it in cling film before disposing of it. Hi. Welcome back. <laughs> 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 when you oh. we'll catch someone like the thing on the, oh, on no. the BBC news. We that, are... that thing on the BBC news, you see that? No. I oh, didn't see it. No. Bu- so you could include this. Um, there was a bit on the BBC News of a, a newsreader doing the middle finger to the cameraman as a joke. Uh, and then the camera came on. You know when they count uh, in? Right, I... She was, actually had a finger up when they came on. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. I'm amazed you haven't seen that. It was great. Oh,
0: fantastic. It was great. Really funny. Let's just say a big thank you to Vix for, for helping. Us oh, out. God, yeah. Really thank thanks you. Thanks very much. It's nice to know that people are out there listening. It's thanks. a shame uh, Leslie Ann Matt didn't put themselves up for. Leslie Ann uh, Matt plays the accordion because <laughs> she didn't come. And play.
1: (laughs) Anyway, I think we've mentioned them now. Yes. They'll be happy. They'll be happy. happy. We put together every month a playlist. (laughs) So. All the releases in <laughs> December... Do, 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 do. So,
0: did you want me to do the background?
1: Is I that... think it'd be good to have some background. Okay, i we'll this. That actually in the background. Yeah, it'd be really good that. <laughs> so in um, for our January playlist, I yeah. put together all the December releases and some old like local and regional music together yeah. so you can have a listen through uh, the month after their release of all the stuff that's been happening. And there has been a few releases this December Yeah, so far. Has Katie for Kings
0: had anything out?
1: she has she has (laughs) she has yeah she has but she's not on my list here because actually that was released in november oh okay. but I can tell you about some releases that have happened in this December okay let's do this so with Gaffer Tape Sandy Gaffer. have had their new oh yes I've <laughs> so had Split Their new single Split is out it's been a while yeah but it's out we have a bit ha- of a difference of opinion here yeah there is a bit of a difference of opinion Justin you think it's like a, a hit single oh, or a that. highlight of an album about to come out
0: well I'm not sure about a highlight but I like it I, it was good when we saw them do live Latitude yes uh, and at the Hunter Club as well
1: yeah um, how are it's quite hardcore so if you think back to the Family Mammal album it's like that final track Kill the Chord it's quite full on the problem I have with it is it doesn't have that melodic greatness which is what's wonderful about The Gaffer Tape Sandy is how they managed to mix that sort of garage indie with some really good melodies and that is the beauty of them is that they can do that so well I don't think the single has that
0: yeah so I suppose after waiting for so long for something yeah, from them it's hard something though. not having that, that characteristic we love about them I suppose is, is but for me it yeah. has got that facet which is punchy it's it raw is. It is. it's all that but it it ha- you're right it doesn't have the melodic sort of sound that we expect from them. Precisely, and I think live it will be great, and I'm really looking
1: forward to the album. I mean, when the album comes out, it will come out next year.
0: Is it a precursor for a difficult second album, though? Because it must be hard, because that first album is so good. I mean it really is so good you don't want to write a
1: really good first album do you because you can't beat
0: it that's the problem like you say they've got a characteristic sound now but like Mm. bands don't stop moving I know you can't expect them to just have another album of songs in the same style no but that would suit me yeah (laughs) if if they're doing it for me (laughs)
7: yeah
1: yeah. So so moving on, we've got the Willswood Boys, yep. um Wilswood Boys from Mersey. They've yep. um got round to their boatyard sessions, which is a, is a video as well you can watch of them sitting in the boatyard yeah. uh playing through well there's a couple of new ones in there, but mainly songs from the album. Um and to tell you what, it sounds brilliant. Just the two of them, two mics, two guitars. The rhythm is exceptional. I've always wondered how they did that.
0: What a year for those boys. Oh totally. Incredible. Yeah. I mean They've you know, had a really big year this year. Played with the levellers, didn't they? Yes. Yeah. They've
1: toured. toured. Yeah. They've toured. Fantastic. Amazing. They've had a really good year. It's well worth listening to the boatyard sessions because it pretty much sounds like the album without the overdubs. It's so well done. Yeah. Superb. Yeah, and they're nice guys again. Very nice guys, yeah. Yeah. Very nice guys. Um, Pissabed Prophet have had their new EP out um, which is based around Wasp Drunk which was the second track on um, their debut album Pissabed Prophet. Yeah. Uh, They've written songs to sort of bee related so it's sort of wasps and there's a track called Hornet on there which is like a really sort of raucous punky pop song Um,
0: and they are fans of the stripy clothes yes a lot of orange as well Yeah, yeah So the
1: tracks are sort of about apples, I mean actually about these things, so you've got Wasp Drunk and then a track called Apple, then you've got a track called Hornet and the last track is really a fetching song actually about um, You Are the Apple of My Eye which is about uh, a grandfather dying, so it all connects up really nicely with this theme of apples. Um, Dan Turner Yes Just had a single out Actually I think it came out Today up, maybe. Yeah, Well wasn't it? possibly his... not today But yeah a couple of days ago Reverie The Reverie Reverie And it wasn't his 40th 40th birthday 40th birthday And I think oh, for him Oh he's catching us up Oh he's getting near yeah being 43 yeah um yeah so i mean it's a punky acoustic number really shuffling sort of drums very intense what you'd expect to get from him but i think he sees it as like a new phase i I think he's kind of wanting to start something new about his writing now so who knows what will happen with that uh simon tall last one to mention simon tall now simon tall has kind of been on the outer rim Of the Radar. Uh, He's from Norwich, and I've sort of heard some of his stuff, and then he had an album out uh, this month called Whelm, which I love that word because I can just think of the (laughs) underwhelmed, overwhelmed, and then the idea of just Whelm, which I think is great. It's a nine-track album, and it's it's fairly light, sort of fun, acoustic, you know, stuff, but uh, worth a listen. Is he tall? I reckon he I don't know where the tall bit comes from. I think he might be slightly over average. <laughs> you can't tell from the photograph.
0: I asked him to stand next to a landfill. The land photograph post. is just from the knee down. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: They couldn't get any more of him in.
0: You know, there's yeah. this um, cartoon called Side Night and Happiness. No. And um well, I'm Go telling on. you. Yeah. And there's uh, there's one of the one of the characters in it. it's called Tall Justin, I kind of yeah. And uh, <laughs> there's just a guy sort of standing. And then next to him, you see just somebody's knee. <laughs> and he goes, the little guy's looking up and he goes, fuck me, you're tall, tall, Justin.
1: <laughs> this is why they call me.
0: <laughs> so lots to look out for. Yes. Lots to
1: listen to. Get on there. Get onto Bandcamp. Get on Spotify and listen to those guys. Yeah,
0: I mean, we really are. We, and I, I know, uh, Leslie and Matt, that you were almost the third time. Jesus. <sighs> Jeez, get his, she needs to start paying for these. Yeah. I know you're sort of expecting the funny quizzes at the end, but we don't have time today. We've rammed too, we much, have into the way show too already. much the We've way too The interviews, you know, the songs. Yeah. So, you
1: know. Way too much. And I haven't spent another night in my car just for sort of, you know, yeah, for the fun No of it. more
0: nights in his car. No, that's right. No, no. So there you go. <laughs> so well, let's wrap the show up then. This is the wrap up.
1: Yeah. That was it. That was it. And uh, have, we'll see have,
0: you. Well, actually, by the time this comes out, you will hopefully have had a good Christmas. Yes. And probably a new year as well.
1: Good. You spent all your money <coughs> and uh, you won't have any money left except for the end of January where we are putting on a show at Three Wise Monkeys. Hopefully, we'll all see us there. Yeah. Or hopefully, we'll see you there.
2: Yeah.
1: So, yeah. And that'll be our local scene as well.
2: Yeah. Literary kings and friends, talking bullshit again.